Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Creative Power Hour with Marcus Whitney. We have a fun show for you guys today, and that is because we have the one and only Amanda Valentine, who is a superstar in the fashion and styling industry. She talks with Marcus about being a small town girl from Nebraska and ends up working with major groups like Maroon 5 and starring on the hit TV show like Project Runway, not once, but three times. And she is nowhere near slowing down in her career. Her story will motivate you and influence you to take risks and follow your passions. Check it out. This is Marcus Whitney's Audio Universe. Like you gotta do the work. You gotta show up and just do the work. Welcome to another episode of the Creative Power Hour. I'm your host, Marcus Whitney, and today my guest is the artist, oh. Amanda Valentine. I was hoping you would say formally known as and like make up a crazy name. But well, I, we, we haven't caught up. You might have okay, changed your okay. name. I don't know yeah, what yeah. the fuck. I don't know. Anyway, what's up, homie? Hi. How How's are you? Going? Good. Good to see you. You too. Thanks for uh, coming on the show. Of course. All yeah, right. you say, will you do this thing? And I'll say, yeah, I'll do that thing. It's yeah. amazing. That's how that works. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and after all these years, we haven't seen each other in, in a minute. I mean, we ran to each other yeah, at a bar. Yeah. You didn't even freaking remember. But uh, yeah. I didn't I'm feel bad about I that at all. I'm not saying I don't remember. I just am saying tequila. That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. Tequila, tequila. Yeah. Um, so we start these shows with an origin story. Oh, okay. And uh, I always love it because I, I never know people's origin stories. I don't Jeez. know where they're from. I don't know how they got to where they are. Okay. And so usually like the show's like an hour, and we usually take like 15 minutes to do that. Okay. Go. Oh, my God. So... I was born on a distant planet, um, <laughs> well, basically called Nebraska. Um, yeah. yeah. So born in Lincoln, Nebraska, um, youngest of five children. My dad was a college professor. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. She used to be a teacher, but she was also like, I just like to brag on my mom a little bit. She was, she was a model. She was like a beauty queen. She's like... In Lincoln, Nebraska? Well, no, no, okay. no, just growing up, like in her hometown. Got it, yeah. got it, got it, okay. Um, <clears throat> so my parents moved to Nebraska just for a job, just okay. for my dad to teach at the University of Nebraska. And um, yeah, I was the last one. I think they wanted more kids, but then they had me. <laughs> and they're like, we're cool. <laughs> um, yeah, like super typical. I did grow up Mormon, which I realize now is like not typical, but really it's like your average white midwestern christian upbringing like as as white bread as it gets like people that know me well joke about my taste in food because it's super midwestern like (laughs) super bland luckily i've learned a little bit about flavors but i'm like do we have ketchup do we have ranch dressing i'm good are there potatoes involved we're done like so so i definitely Thank God. My dad um, ended up traveling internationally for work. He stopped being a professor. And he traveled internationally, and he would, like, come home from Hong Kong and, like, Colombia. Like, he would go to the craziest places selling body shop equipment to, like, like, auto mechanics. Okay, just Um, quickly, what did he teach? Oh, he taught Spanish. He he taught Spanish. So So he got... He taught Spanish to sell him... Body shop equipment. Yeah, because he could speak every language. So he got, he got his PhD from Duke. Let's brag on him for a minute. Okay. That's um, in contemporary Latin American literature and romance languages. He's a genius. Wow. Genius, probably on the spectrum. A genius. Love <laughs> like, it. Love it. Yeah. Um, so he used that skill and 
got a great job traveling the world, uh-huh. selling shit to people. And um, he was even like scouted by the CIA once because he seriously can speak every language or like kind of figure out every language yep. and he's super intelligent and, and travels a lot and he can sell and like but um he was he was too like loud uh, <laughs> he didn't know how to be a wallflower yeah he's yeah. too like when he walks in the room like everybody better pay attention so like yeah so yeah, you got to do out. a lot of listening if you're going to do the cia oh, stuff yeah he's not doing but anyway, at least when he was traveling, he would he would come home with rolls of film and show us all these pictures and bring home fabrics or like wall hangings or all these different things and I just kind of went, "Oh, you mean it's not all so boring?" I was I was bored. God bless Nebraska. Great place to grow up. But I was just bored by the time I was 4. I was like, oh, like there's got to be more. What were you doing with your siblings? Um, I was, I was a loner. Yeah. They were all older. Like how much older? Uh, well, not that much older, but, um. But they look kind of left you in the they dust They were just kind of, yeah, they were kind of doing their own thing. Yeah. So I was in the basement, like, working on my little craft table. Okay. Like, and creating outfits and, like, teaching classes and, like, writing magazines and making, like, news shows and, like, just all this yeah, weird stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all, like. You were the baby and also so many kids that you were almost like an only kid. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Okay. My brother I and I. to that. Yeah. Yeah. We got closer as I got older because I wasn't, you know, the baby anymore. Mm-hmm. And then my brother and I got really into music together and just that's just older than I am. So that's how we would bond. We would like, <laughs> we would get records and, um, we would like play a CD and we would get records and we would try and like beat match. We would, like fancied ourselves little no DJs at like 12 years old. We thought we were so cool. And we would just like sit in, in our room and like we had to share a room for a long time and just like listen okay. to music. So, and, so yeah. anthropology is kind of kicking in. So where yeah. did you see beat matching in Nebraska? I have no idea. Uh, well, the, my parents, even growing up Mormon, people thought like, oh, you couldn't wear makeup, you couldn't dance. That's that's not Mormons. Yeah. And, and my parents were pretty like socially liberal. Uh-huh. So I was watching MTV. Okay, I was yeah, watching so MTV. 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 And like yeah. when MTV was like solid. When it was, when it was the best. Solid. When it was the best. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had your MTV raps, so like. Oh, are you kidding? You could, Be- so it was you that. You could literally learn how hip hop Absolutely. It was that and like 120 minutes. Yeah. So it was like I was getting into the hip hop and I was getting into like the metal and grunge. Yeah. And and I was just like, I'm good. Music is amazing. Yeah. This is great. Okay. Got it. Yeah. 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 Got it. I just want to get a little bit more color because, you know, Nebraska. Yeah. Cable TV, man. Cable TV. God bless. They paid for cable. That was like our big splurge. That was like, you know, you guys, you know, you know, you guys have a lot. We got cable. Yeah. Yeah. Don't complain about anything. So, so you're down in the basement, you're yeah. playing with the patterns, you're making shows, you're beat matching with your brother. Um, and my oldest brother played in a band. Okay. And so they would practice in our basement and leave all their instruments set up. So my brother and I would go down to the basement and just like, just fuck around and just, I mean, I would love to hear what it sounded like, but it was, we just kind of just messed around. It was fun. Yeah. 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 So doing that, and then, you know, when you're a youngest child, it's all hand-me-downs. I was and from a big family, and we didn't have all the money in the world. We weren't, you know, 
poverty by any means. I'm not sure. But we were a huge family. So it was all like thrift stores and hand-me-downs. So I learned how to, you know, make my shit look cooler and like make it fit huh. me. I was, I've, I swear I was like born this tall, but like a hundred pounds lighter. So yeah, I just like, no, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, yeah, I can't even just, imagine. Like, just like, a twig. Yeah, right. So I, so I always had to alter stuff and patch things wow, up. That's and, like, yeah. yeah, like you couldn't get anything at the store that would fit you, right? No, I mean, like, no, not as, at a, all. as a female, like no. that tall, and I'm sure you, like, you're super skinny now. So oh, God like, bless. Thank you. So, so as a child, I'm sure you were like, <laughs> I was grotesque. Like <laughs> <laughs> super thin. Grotesque. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so I just learned how to do it. And my mom always sewed. She always made our clothes growing up. My mom always looked like a movie star, and and she was she was buying shit at Salvation Army. Huh. And she would just the way she would put things together. My dad's the same way. They just always. We're a pretty vain family. <laughs> we really are. And we like to look nice. Like anytime oh, we went great. on a plane, it was like, you wear your Sunday best. They will treat you better if you, you know, it was real yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. But so they, I mean, I learned how to put it together for like. Some families cheap. value that. Yeah, they really, they really do for better or worse. But okay. it can be good and bad. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. It, I, look, I think it's great. I, I wish I had more of that. So, so, okay, so, so when, when do you go from just being like the youngest kid in this family to starting to, to break out? Well, I, <laughs> oh, bro, broke out. I sure broke out. Um, <laughs> I, I think I struggled with being the youngest child, like everything had been done. And I'm in a, I, like, we're all kind of alpha super achievers in uh-huh. my family which makes it really hard to do something that hasn't been done before, or I guess. Other or impress people, Oh, it's or impossible. When the, the war of the alphas, the unspoken war of right. the alphas. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm the quiet, shy one in the family. Uh-huh. Got it. Okay. Got it. Y'all got that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's just a lot. And like, you know, was it band? Was it choir? Was it, you know, art? Was it like everything had been done? And it was just really difficult so before I really figured out I was always making stuff though I was in like after school pattern making classes in junior high Mm -hmm. like it was always in the back of my head Mm -hmm. um that's just always what I naturally did but I also just I was just the rebel I was just like the kids okay. smoking pot. Like I was like, what does it mean? You were <laughs> that was the rebel. Me. That was yeah. me. Okay. Nobody else high, did that. Yeah. Nobody else did that. Yeah. Just like hanging out As with older Mormon. boys. Just like Yeah, okay. Music in, Screw in, you, Dad. Yeah, so so what's that like in like in Nebraska, like the pot smoking music scene? <laughs> just, just, what's that what's that look just like? White trash, man. <laughs> <laughs> just like Yo, I should not be laughing at that. Gnarly, just like <laughs> you know, I mean, God bless, like you either went one or two ways. Like you yeah. either got it together and you were an artist uh-huh. or like you became a meth head. Like, <laughs> oh, no. I mean, really like, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's really God. true. I'm so glad you got it together. Oh man. I was, it was touch and go there for a minute. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I, I did that for a long time, which was, and I left the Mormon church when I was 14, Okay, which was you, a problem. You, 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 how how did you do that? How did you decide at 14, I'm leaving the church? You know what it was? Again, I think music. Why am I not a musician? What is going on? Yeah, you keep um, bringing up music. I know, I know. It's so funny. Um, did you ever try to be a musician? Yes. What happened? I just, I don't like performing. Okay. 
I get I get that. I don't. I get that. I'm not like that person on stage that. that's like I get that. I'm just not. It's not I mean cuz you dress and look like you could be on stage. Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. As, as, like, as long I still as got you, a bass. Yeah. I still like a, you know. Do you play? Uh, I, not really anymore. Is I mean, that, I used is, to. Is I used that to. like a Nashville not really? Like, because you just don't. No, no, that's a real not, it, not like really. A really, you don't play anymore. I haven't been in a band for like eight or ten years. Oh, but you were in bands. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're, I we're, fancied we're getting myself there. a little. We're getting there. A little rock. It's so weird to talk about myself this much. We're not even close to getting into it. <sighs> okay, here we go. Okay, what was I talking about? Um, well, you were talking about how you survived the the rebel stage. And, oh, and, oh, right. And how leaving. at fourteen, you decided you were leaving the yeah the, the church. Like, how did how did you do that? You're not old so, enough to claim to stake your independence. So, how do you decide you're leaving the church at fourteen? So, punk rock. Uh huh. <laughs> discovered it. Discovered this was in the so this is like ninety five. Okay. So this is peak like Riot Girl, all that stuff. Yeah. And so all the yeah, sudden ninety two, ninety three grunge had sort of yeah. Hit, and I was hit its, still hit its young. Yeah. yeah. And so I was kind of discovering it later. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, all of a sudden there were all these women that I was listening to that didn't care about what they looked like mm. and like were the lead singers Mm -hmm. and sometimes the whole band was Mm -hmm. women and I was just like what and the things they were talking about and uh it just it worked for me so really I discovered feminism got it yeah that's incredible and I just did some math in my head (laughs) and said oh I don't think this is gonna work for me and I always wanted to be like a wife and a mom it wasn't that that bothered me yeah but I wanted other stuff too and I wanted other women to feel like they could have other stuff. Yeah. And I don't know. So I, I sat my parents down and, um, and told them and it was, you know, they're still waiting for me to come back. So, wow. Yeah. So, so I'm still waiting for like how they responded. How did they respond? Cause this, um, they this, this tells me a lot. They were upset. They cried. Yeah. They were upset. Yeah, did they they were upset. No, they didn't yell. No. Yeah. No. So, so they, so so they so they ultimately respected. Absolutely, like, like they were Absolutely. sad, but they ultimately respected your Absolutely. decision. I think they they've realized over the years um, that having a relationship is more important than wow that. That's massive. Yeah, you know they, my parents don't get that. Yeah, no, they get it. That is huge. They really, really get it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So so fourteen. Okay. You you've now left the church. So you're basically yeah. like out on your own now. No, I mean, I mean, I mean not, I'm not. I mean, you're still living in the house, but yeah. like you're not under the same, you're not running under the same culture as the rest of the family. No. Right? Yeah. Which is alienating, but yeah. it's, um, which I think I didn't realize how alienating it was until like 20 years later. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Then I was like, oh, right. I didn't have, I had a therapist that was like, yeah, you lost your tribe. Yeah. Like, and I was like, yes. oh. Oh, that's kind of a thing. Yeah, to me, that's like a massive thing. Yeah, right? but I didn't. I was like, no, everything's fine. We still have a relationship. Like everything's fine. Right. I yeah. still live here. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. still eat. We'll hang out. Whatever. Yeah. But like, no, you've I know. you've basically gone a different yeah. route. Okay. Weird. But anyway, so I um, I got through. Went to college. Yeah. Where'd you go to college? University of Nebraska. State college. I I to pay for school. I had to work full time. The whole time I was in school, so I couldn't go to like a you know, fancy design school or yeah. any of that. Yeah. So I was a janitor. 
which actually my dad was a janitor. That's amazing. When he was getting his PhD, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like the family legacy. The most respect in the world. That's yeah. Amazing. So I like yeah. I worked at this hotel, and I was really just friends with the manager of the housekeeping department. And she was like, I'll give you I'll give you forty hours a week. I was like sold. Um, yeah, and so could graduate with no debt and. Dope. Yeah. Okay, you graduate. So then I go, what am I going to do? Um, and at this time, my brother had already um, won an Ernie Ball Battle of the Bands competition okay. with his Nebraska band. We're, like, we're so far into this story, and we're still only talking about music, and we haven't gotten the fashion yet at all. This is, this is fantastic. Okay. I know, yeah. because I, could, I no, didn't, no, 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 I didn't no, no. know. This is, this is great. I mean, I'm assuming yeah. you didn't know that a fashion industry even really existed, no, right? No. I mean, you're in Nebraska. No, and, I, know? and I, when I graduated, I didn't want to move to New York because I knew that New York would just eat me alive. Yeah. Like, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. know yeah, thyself. Right. Like, I knew I couldn't yep. handle it. Yep. Um, and I also, like, my friends went and did that, and they just went and worked for designers, and they're like, yeah, maybe in like 10 to 16 years, I can be a designer at this company. And I was like, oh, I'm, that sounds <laughs> 10 lame. 10 to 16 years. And my dad, just watching him go through so many jobs, he was just like, man, working for somebody else, man. <laughs> it just broke him down. Yeah. And I think about all the things he could have done if he would have been on his own. And yeah. so he drilled into my head, do not spend your life building someone else's empire. Wow. And I what was like, gift. got it. Got it. I'm like that, that are, rang I'm, I'm going to tell you what you already know and, and what you, you know, proclaimed early on. But you have amazing parents. Oh, they're killer. Unbelievable. Yeah, this they're is killer. Like, they're giving you the best. Oh, they did great. The best. Yeah, they let us do whatever we, we were. We're all super different. Yeah. I mean, really, we're all the same. But we're all into very different things. And they said, yeah, whatever you want to do. Just like, if you're going to do it, like be really good at it. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, take the classes, just to, you know, do it after school, do it before school, like, do it. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, okay. it was cool. Um, yeah, so I just saw my friends do that, and I just thought, I think I just would rather figure out a new weird path. Okay. So luckily, and this is all thanks to my brother, so my brother moved out with his Nebraska band, won $25,000 from Ernie Ball. They move out to Los Battle Angeles. Battle the band. Yeah. Okay. They move out there. They're playing shows. My brother plays a show with um, Cars Flowers, which is everybody in Maroon 5 except my brother before my brother joined. Shut they were called Cars Flowers. Up. So they play a show, and Adam sees my brother play guitar, and he's like, he's brilliant yeah. he's a brilliant guitar player uh -huh. anybody will say that like he really is uh -huh. um and adam sees him play and is like you're gonna be in my band <laughs> and he was like hey we're gonna do this whole new thing and you've got to be a part of it because my brother brings this kind of like he's like jazz trained oh, so wow. it's this super wow. like fusiony theory heavy like yeah. nerdy guitar yeah math and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And they were super poppy, and they needed, like, some funk. Some, yeah. You know what I right, mean? Yeah. Right, yeah. So I'd like to think that that was my brother that brought that. So anyway, so he joins this band. They're filming their first music video. Oh, my God. And he's like, incredible. yeah, it's, it's amazing how it all worked. And he's like, listen, here's what you're going to do. <laughs> he's like, you're going to move to L.A. You're going to live with me, and I want you to work on this music video, assist the stylist, and like 
see what you think. Okay. I mean, he basically told me what I was going to do yep. for a living. But and, so this and, is... And, hold on. Are they signed? Yes. They had like, uh, actually, I mean, they were still touring in a van. Okay. This was... I'm wondering because if they're signed back then, the label was paying for video budgets, right? Because like... Yeah, so, I so, think they maybe were on their first like little tiny baby deal. Okay. okay. And so it was like super small budget. Okay. okay yeah. yeah. Got it, I mean, got it. I didn't get paid yeah yeah yeah. okay cool i'm just trying to yeah, yeah, yeah. understand no this is like be a stylist or assistant stylist assistant, like, what does yeah. that what, what does that mean right well yeah this was just meant i worked for free okay um okay. and like for the first few months i lived there i lived in an apartment with james and adam slept on their couch it's and it's like the it's the uh it's the apartment that they were on mtv cribs and it's like that apartment and i want to be like what y'all don't know <laughs> is that little sister was sleeping on the couch. Like, it's so funny to look back at that where it's like, this is our crib. And I'm like, this tiny ass of whatever. Anyway, <laughs> it's so funny to look back at. So, um, so their stylist dropped me off at Warner Brothers costume house, which is just basically like two airplane hangers full of clothes and yeah. said like, this is the vibe. I want this kind of thing. Like, I'll pick you up in five hours. And I was like, cool. So I just, I shopped it. I did my first shop. And this is before, like, like people knew what stylists were. This is before, like, Rachel Zoe, before style blogs, yeah. before, yeah. this is way before all that. So I didn't really know what a stylist did. Yeah. We didn't learn about it in college. Right. Like, um, but it was like. So how did you know how to shop? First of all, my listeners do not know what it means when you say I shopped it. So what is So what? I picked out outfits. Yeah. I mean that's literally it. Yep. That's yep. really it. Yeah. She just said, This is the vibe, this is and I just said, Okay. Uh-huh. And here are the sizes and I just I'd get lots of options and so I just put together some outfits. How'd you do? Great. Yeah. I mean it's yeah. It was great. Did you know like as you were shopping, like as you're pulling things off the rack, you're like, I'm wow. Yeah, and I'm, I, I, I'm good at this. All I knew is that I loved it. Uh huh. I loved it. Uh huh. Because it just felt like <clears throat> what I had been doing in my spare time my entire life, yeah. like putting together looks. Like I, you know, would dress up my friends and have fashion shows, and um, yeah, I was like, okay, great, I'm sold. So, so I, I just basically started assisting like a- anyone who would have me. I just I I made up my own like apprenticeship because. Mm-hmm. There's no course. There's no, nobody's going to tell you how to do it. So I went to a local agency and I was like, hey, I know everybody already has their assistants, but whenever people need like a second and third assistant, I'm your girl. Um, And I know how to sew, which nobody knows how to sew anymore. Nobody. And they were like, oh, cool. So I was like, hey, I can do alterations on site. So like I was, I was selling myself. Selling. I was like, what's That's my, amazing. and this is my mom taught me this. She's like, you always have to, in any situation, like, how do you make yourself like indispensable? Yes. Like what's the thing you can offer that they like have to have you? You know what I mean? Good. I know. Great parents. Great parents. And also people don't get that anymore. Yeah. People yeah. think like they're worth some arbitrary number. No, you're not. Your worth is just not inherent. In no, this. It's no, just no. And I'm everyone, sorry. And was trying to I know what Sunday Sunday school told you, but <laughs> yeah, you are not worth. Yeah, I mean, in God's eyes, you're worth uh, everything. Right, there right. Is, there is no dollar amount. In God's I am eyes. just saying. But in yeah, the workforce, no, 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 nope, nope. You got to show them. You got to tell them. You got to. Yes. Mm, yeah, you yes. got to prove it. 
So, yeah. so this is amazing. So, so you go in and you say, I'm not looking for status, but I can be I just wanted, crazy useful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to see how it was done. Yeah. I just wanted to learn like every, so I just watched every like invoicing and like, okay, how's uh-huh. she doing that? And like, wow. okay, what's she doing on set? Okay, what's in her bag? What's she, you know, I was just like, yeah. So yeah, then I became a stylist. <laughs> Come on. No, 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 no. Okay. So, yeah. We're, we're, we're so close. I know. So, so you're, you're doing this like second, third assistant. By the way, can you say what agency it was that you were working for? Oh, before? it was um, uh, uh, Margaret Maldonado, I think. Okay. In LA. Okay. Yeah. And, and, yeah. How, and how old are you at this point? I was probably, let's see, 23, 24. 23, 24. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. College graduated. Yeah. Hanging out with older brother. Yeah. And soon to be fucking Maroon 5. <laughs> uh, but nobody knows yet. I know. Well, no, no, no. They changed their name. This first video was Maroon 5. And <laughs> so, then it like... So you're, so, so you're there doing the assistant styling for early... Maroon like, 5's very first Maroon music video. Maroon 5's very first music video. Okay. I just want to make sure like we're documenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking isn't nuts. That, I mean, he's my brother. I mean, you yeah. know, so it's like, but so it's, it's to super everyone cool. else in the world. That's like, Oh yeah. We, the dude is on TV nonstop. Yeah. yeah whether yeah. it's for his own show or the Super Bowl or whatever. The, I yeah, mean, yeah. come on. That's crazy. Yeah. It's okay. very cool. Okay. So, it's so, very cool. so, so how, how do you break out of just being your brother's little sister and like I, starting? I mean, when I met yeah. you, you were already a thing. So there's obviously some distance between that. First of all, I didn't meet you in LA. I met you in Nashville. Right. 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 So like, you know, talk, talk me through that. Um, I had to leave LA. Yeah, I was, because I, you couldn't get out from under. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was always, well, really it was personal too. Like I was, I was part of Maroon 5's entourage. Mm. I went to everything. I went to every club they went to. I went to every party. I went to every, and I, my friends that live out there now say it's still the same way. It's so hard to make friends in LA. Yeah. And all my friends were my brother's friends. Um, and I just, it felt lame. <laughs> it just felt lame. Yeah, I feel and like I wasn't really, yeah, it just felt lame. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was like, they could, they could have a lifestyle that made sense as they got bigger and bigger, but it's like, it felt so posery for like me to be living that same lifestyle when really I was like just broke trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. And I'm but just like, great. I mean, it's super self-aware of you to not like, yeah, because you're in the entourage somehow trick yourself into thinking like, no, that's I yours. felt like a loser. Yeah. None of okay. it was mine. All right. I didn't. Build... That's great. That's the healthy way to think. about yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Honestly. So I, I left LA. Yeah. Okay. And I came to Nashville. And why'd you come to Nashville? Uh, Music uh, again? Uh, dude, why else? Ah, yes. <laughs> Just, yes. And it was a friend of my brother's. God bless. My brother was dated a lot of his friends. Um, but he, <laughs> he was moving out to Nashville, and I visited. I was like, no, I'm going to stay in LA. I visited like twice and was like, will I still like this place if we break up? Yep, okay, yep. <laughs> that was like, could I still yeah. handle it? Yeah. What year so, was this? This was 2006. 2006, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Nashville hadn't right? popped yet. 2000- no, 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 not at all. At all. No, that's what I liked about it. Yeah, it hadn't popped yet. I really liked that. 
Yeah. I really, really liked that. Yeah, I moved to the east side 2008. Oh, shit. You were an early adopter, man. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I was, we lived in Spring Hill for a while, and then I was in the East about 2008. Yeah, no, we met here in 2008. Oh. Damn. Yeah, I know. What is it, 2019? Happy 11-year uh, Oh, my gosh, it's our friend anniversary. Oh. I know. Yeah. Where's Jacob, my cake? Jacob and everybody at Three Crow. And yes, yes, it has been. Right. Oh, do you remember those days? Uh, barely. Ooh. Barely. Like, what we just <laughs> thought we were gonna live forever <laughs> oh my gosh yeah those were fun days those were really fun those were fun days so okay so, 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 so you moved here in 2006 you were in spring hill and then 2008 you came out to Eastie. yeah all right yeah yeah and now i'm here actually when my when my ex-boyfriend and i were looking at houses we were driving around lachlan springs just like oh my god and i and i said 11 years ago or whatever i was like Someday, man. Someday I'm going to live in this nice-ass neighborhood. Someday. And now that's where I live. You did it. Yeah, I did it. So so, so, what are you doing here in 2007? Hmm. Let, let's just talk about 2008. Like, yeah. Let, let's, let's skip you. You moved here, piece. 2008, you're here. And when I meet you, you're... I don't know. I, I mean, you're, you're a stylist, but I... Well, then you. I wasn't... I, I kind of... It took me a few years to get back into styling here. Yeah, I was about I, to say, when yeah. I met you, I don't feel like that was no. the thing. No, because I didn't know, I didn't really meet people and know how Were to do it. Were you working at a clothing store? So I co-owned a clothing co-owned store. Co-owned a clothing store, yes. So I bought into a, I was like, okay, if I'm going to come here and do something, I, I got to like do something. Yes. So I bought into Local Honey yes. back in the day. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, and... Um, Shay had already had it for a long time, so nobody really realized that I owned it, which was fine. But, um, yeah, so I did that for a while. Because okay. I, I said, I want to have a store where I can sell my own stuff yep. and be able to stock it as much as, you know. So that was kind of me getting into making stuff again. Okay. And then and then we started, you know, putting on little punk rock fashion shows with, like, Billy Gemmel and yeah. Patrick Weber and yep. Naked Without Us. And yep. we put on these amazing shows that would like sell out exit in we never made a dime but they were like the thing yeah, but they were they were, they were starting they to were really drive up. culture i mean naked without us that dude yeah. yeah yeah that was yeah we did that for years we did that for like several years uh-huh. um yeah every every like couple years billy's like should we do that again and i'm like god no that was so hard um who knows maybe someday we'll have like the 20th oh god that's sad 20th it's, year it's reunion. Coming. It's, You're coming. it's coming. You're going to I know. It's coming. Oh, my gosh. It's coming. I know. I'm trying to take care of myself so I don't look like totally <sighs> terrible by then. Hey, no shame in Botox. <laughs> Ladies. I did get offered some Botox recently. And I didn't no, know you, don't think of that. you don't need yeah. it. You don't need it. You don't need it. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Valentine, Valentine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was what I originally called my clothing line. Yes. Um, that's actually the name of my Danish ancestor that came to America. Okay. Okay. So was, like was that the inspiration weirdo. or were you... Yeah, that was it. My brother and I always kind of used the name. I think his production company is called Valentine Valentine. Oh. Like, we always just kind of... you guys just... You and your brother. <laughs> no, I know. Someday, someday, <laughs> my brother and I are going to... We've been talking about it for literally 25 years. Um, we're going to do a band together called Valentine Valentine. Like, we have the art all planned out. Like, I mean, you and him are definitely... Yeah. Two sides of the same coin. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we that's, that's we clear. look alike too, which really? is really, yeah. People always think we're twins. Yeah, it's a whole thing. 
Was he close to you in age? Yeah, he's just two years older. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's 40. Yeah. So I, here's what I remember. <clears throat> I remember you, you owned the store. Yeah. And then I remember Valentine, Valentine. Yeah. Yeah. And then I remember you were like, oh, I'm going to be on TV. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> let's not get to the TV yet. Let's, okay. let, let's, let's talk about Valentine, Valentine, because that's like, I mean, first of all, I'm, I'm not giving you credit. You come here, you decide you're going to buy into a store. So, so did you feel like you had really been entrepreneurial before this store or was this no. like your, this was like your first no, foray this into was business, kinda, right? I, I had sold things on Etsy for years, uh -huh. yeah. but that was that's like, yeah, that's, that's throwing stuff on a website. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so this was, and, and I really credit Shay had, you know, been running it for a year or two at least before. So she like taught me about paying taxes and taught me about this and uh -huh. taught me, about, you know, and taught me how to, you know, wire a lamp and like just all this stuff. She really like, cause we did all of it, uh -huh. you know, um, kind of renovated a place and like, this is how you break down a wall <laughs> and like, you know, and yeah. so that was really cool to, to learn all of that. Yeah. I didn't know that before. Cool. Yeah. And so like, why did you decide that you wanted to come out with your own line? I just always knew I would. Cause you, cause you, cause you were, a, oh, it, was, it was just like, yeah, I just, yeah. I just was waiting for the time and the space and the like vehicle to, you know, uh -huh. um, yeah, I just always knew I would. So did the eventually. different shows that, that you were, you were doing, <laughs> did that like give you the confidence that, oh, I could, I can like create my own unique limited edition line and, and yeah. And, yeah. and, and it would go. Yeah. And honestly, just being around other people that were doing that. And seeing how they did it. And like, oh, yeah, we can make this collection and we can who, sell it. Who, and who, who were you around that was doing it? Like Shay and there, I mean, there's a lot of people that aren't doing it anymore. I'm trying to think of who else. Like Jamie and the Jones is still around. Okay. They were around early. Um, people like Art isn't around anymore. Um, like t-shirt companies. Uh, yeah. Yeah, people kind of get in because they think they want to do fashion because fashion's like super cool. Yeah, it's not. It's so fucking hard. It's, it's so, so hard. hard. It's I, like I, having a restaurant. It's like you're probably right. gonna fail. <laughs> like, music business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Food business, fashion. Yeah. They all are super sexy. They are miserable. They're horrifying. They're so bad. <laughs> but <laughs> we all like have to right, do them. Right, right, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so you you but you but you get in and it and it goes pretty well, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not making any money. I mean, yeah. it's just people, you know we get some write-ups in the scene and yeah. that's pretty cool. And the, the thing, <clears throat> when I was in LA, I felt very anonymous and I was kind of looking around at all these other like designer slash stylists in their mid twenties. Mm -hmm. And they all had trust funds, honestly. And they all looked like supermodels and like had all this free time. Oh, and I was just like, how, where am I uh -huh. <laughs> and how am I ever gonna, you know, I was like, what's my edge with this? Cause yeah. I could figure it out and I could be a hard worker and I could do that. But I was like, how am I ever going to have an audience? How am I ever, you know? And so that the decision to be a big fish in a small pond was very intentional. And I like to be honest about it. Not because I'm hating <clears throat> on kids who have trust funds, because I know, everyone I know. is born into I like their wish, reality. It I is wish what I it is. One. And you know, they have a, their lives aren't all roses because absolutely, like they have to try absolutely. to find. But 
I wish there was a site that you could go to that just shows <laughs> you all the people that you think are self-made that actually had all the money to start with. Because that shit is so tricky. It's so yeah. tricky. They change names. They do this. They do that. And then, like, you find out, oh, you had, like, all... When I say all the money, I mean, you had all the money. Literally, there's nothing you could have done that wouldn't have been successful. Anyway, because I sound you like can a just, right now. Because I'm you can just be dump money into it. But it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's more about it confusing me. Yes. Like when I, yes. when, when yes. I see somebody and I'm like, how the fuck did they do X, Y, Z? And then the answer is they just had all the resources. And with fashion brands, it's it's shocking. Yeah. How, how, how often it's that's like the case. It's like 95%. Right. It's, it's really ridiculous. And... Yeah, I mean, I think that's just another reason, like, never compare yourself, never, never compare yourself, never. never compare, because that's oftentimes the case. Yes. Like, how could they, how, how could they, why are they always on vacation? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, here's, here's how. Here's how. Here's how. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is, this is play business. I'm like, I, I drove four hours away for like two days last weekend and I'm like. I'm a fucking Rockefeller. <laughs> I'm living large. Like, you know, like $2 super, two day super cheap vacation. I'm like, we're going to the Cracker Barrel. I, like. I, I love it. That is so my life right now. That is so my life. Oh, I'm, try, I'm trying to book a cabin for like $60 a night. And I'm yes. just feeling like a boss. You can find I feel them. like a boss. That whole cabin though. That's like. The whole cabin. Oh, that's luxurious. There's a new app called Hip Camp. Where like oh, really? It, yeah. Where it's like. As you would imagine, hip camping experiences. Well, I'm not trying glamping. to camp. I'm not trying this to. Whole... No, but it's like, look, it's like it's like you you feel like mm. you're out in nature, but you're actually mm. away from the bugs. I got it's a like, shower. You know, I got a whirlpool. I got a. No, no, no. There's, there's gonna be a shower okay. and a hot tub. I got walls. Glamping. Okay. You need to Google it. It's a thing. It's a thing. <sighs> Just thinking about it makes me <laughs> <laughs> just a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So. So yeah. Then, then then you got fancy. Then you got fancy on all of us. You used to just hang out with us in East Nashville, and then one day you got real fancy. That I'm in, I am hanging out in East Nashville every night of the week. You got real fancy. No, I didn't get fancy. No, I just I'm disappeared. Just yeah, you disappeared. I just what? I just disappeared. So, so <clears throat> how did you like? What happened? How did you end okay, up on this so. show and then become like the recurring? Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> it's because it's well. It's because I'm easy to work with. For That's everyone who why. hasn't heard it yet, you're going to hear it on the intro, but if you're just tuning in, Amanda was on Project Runway Seasons. <laughs> 11. And? And 13. And? And All-Stars. All-Stars. But I can't remember what season. Okay. So so three seasons of Five? Project Runway. I don't remember. That's so stupid. I'm not even trying to I've only ever watched it. the show to see you on it. Five. Like, legit, I've only ever watched the show to see you yeah, on man. it. That's it. I that's like it. That. So be like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> be like, that's so weird. The first what one, especially, because the first one, you're oh, just kind of like, I was frozen. I was just, so like, frozen. I know. I just every, tell every people. Every challenge, you're just like, what am I going to do? I tell people, just don't watch 11. Just watch 13. I'm cool. I'm cool <laughs> on 13. You are so cool I'm on 13. I'm super cool on 13. It's a big difference. I'm myself. It's a big difference. But. So, so, <clears throat> so first, let's talk about how you got on, and then we'll talk about what it's like to be on a show and how, how life changes. By the way, also very interestingly, I think the timing is such that you 
are on these shows, like we're talking about Project Runway season eleven, but it's also when like social media is starting. Oh, to become absolutely. A thing. Like you know, yeah, yeah, so yeah. that which is very very different, right? Yeah, yeah. That let's, let's first cover how you got on the show. How okay. did you get on the show? So because of all those shows that we did and all the write ups we would Exit get, in, national yeah, scene, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. So yeah. because of that, there were a bunch of us designers that Project Runway casting directors they contacted all of us because they google like nashville designers just looking for people to apply so like a bunch of us got contacted got and we were all like should we do it yeah let's do it okay so i can't remember that first time around i think i made it to did i make it to atlanta i can't remember you like fill out all this stuff i don't think i did you fill out all this stuff and then you go on a call in person and then if you make it another round, then you have a sit-down interview the next day. There's this whole process. Anyway, I can't remember. Um, you have to, like, drug test. You have to have a psychological, like, that's personality that, test. You have to talk to a therapist. Like, that's nice to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, which I passed. I passed, Mom. Obviously. Um, yeah, thank goodness. Whew. Um, so I, I think I tried out twice. Twice, and didn't make it. I can't even remember. There, I think. I think the first year I made it to like the first interview, and uh-huh. then the second year I like made it to the second interview, and then I skipped a year because I was getting married. I remember, and I was like, I don't want to. Yeah, this is. We're not blending. I'm those not. Two yeah, I'm not doing we're not this. Not blending those. Two I'm not things. gonna. Yeah, um, and then the next year. I had kind of given up on it. I was like, you know what? That's not my thing. I don't yeah. want to be on TV. Like, right. I quit playing music because I don't want to be on stage. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right. right. Yep. Um, and then my ex-husband, Will, was like, you know what? I don't know. I just feel like you should try. I did. We were at Edgefield. One, one more time. Okay. <laughs> I, I will give my ex-husband this. Yeah. He told me. Um, yeah, we're playing darts at Edgefield. Uh-huh. I'm probably probably had a couple beers because I agreed to it and he was like I just think I think you should try out one more time I think this is your year I think you should do it so I think I sent an email that night I think I drunk texted the casting director I I mean the number of drunk texts and emails sent from East Nashville (laughs) it's just like I mean and so Monday morning got a call And I was like, oh, shit. Um, and they said, hey, like, we've been following you. You've auditioned before. We know all your stuff. Like, just, I, did they even say come to Atlanta? I don't, I think I got to skip a bunch. Um, yeah, I think I just went to, like, the final interview. They wow. were like, we know who you are, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it went really well. And they said... This is kind of interesting. They said before that a lot of the times I didn't get on was because, like, my hairstyle was too similar or, like, there were too many white girls or, like, there were too many... Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and you start <clears throat> realizing that, like, yeah. casting is not about you. Oh, no, it's no, no. About, it's a puzzle. It's, yeah. Just so that everybody is an individual and, like, everybody can stand out. And so when That's I got exactly cast, right. they were like... And, oh, by the way, you're not a snowflake. Right. Right. You have a type. Oh, Right. So, like, when I was first on, it was, like, the short black bangs and black hair. So, when I tried out, they were like, hey, you're blonde right now? Stay blonde. Go a little blonder. Uh-huh, and I was like, uh-huh. oh, weird. Yeah. They were like, you're the blonde. You're now. the blonde. And I was like, oh, <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Um, yeah, so I got on. And, and 
Just a horrible season. Just <laughs> horrible, horrible all teams challenge seat. Oh, yeah, it was sucked. It was horrible. Would, would, would the producers agree? Yeah, it did not do well. Like they will never. <laughs> that like the ratings showed. Like people don't want to. Like no, it didn't work. Yeah, all team challenges. Like no. So 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 what happened for you coming out of that though? I mean, I feel like Nashville just thought no, like, it was you, great. Yeah, it was great for you personally, right? Yeah, I mean, everything really did explode, and like I just because the city hadn't gotten like yeah, the city hadn't popped yet. So yeah, yeah, like yeah. for something like that to happen, it was like whoa! I was still special. One of us. <laughs> like That's now crazy. it's like yeah. yeah. If it happened now, it'd be different. Oh, if now it would be. It'd be different. That's just like every day, right? right. Somebody from here is on a show, or we're creating a new show, or Absolutely. whatever. But yeah. That, but back then, it was it was a thing. It was yeah. 2009 or 10. Oh, that's a great question. It was no, uh, 2011 11, 11, or 12. Even later, 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, because yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. So you get off of that. Yeah. And then you're, you're... I have a business. You have a business. Yeah. And you're like really... Like we said before the show, we were going to talk about the employees. So like you start building... Yeah. A company. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Um, and it's, it's, your, it's your own line? Yeah. Plus yeah. the styling? <clears throat> no, the styling is separate. I still actually do my taxes separately. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, so that's a whole separate business. And honestly, when the clothing line is really busy, like the styling goes away. And mm-hmm. if the styling's really busy, the clothing business goes away. That's just kind of how it is. So I unfortunately, or fortunately, like kind of lost my styling clients for a while because of the show. Like, okay. So that was kind of the the negative is nobody saw me as a stylist anymore. I sure, I sure didn't. <clears throat> no, of course not. Yeah. And so I would run well, into producers sure, and they were like, man, I wish you were still <clears throat> working on shoots. Like I've got, and I'm like, oh no, 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 I am. So everybody, yeah. yeah. So that that kind of jacked up my career for. I mean, not jacked yeah, it up, yeah, but, but it just but it sent you in one in yes. one direction. Yeah. Wow, Which, that's super interesting. I never really thought about that. But, yeah, it but, took a uh, while to repair. People can't like they they can't orient no. themselves to to multiple. And even now, I mean, right now I'm mainly styling. Yeah. It's it it always ends up. I try so hard to keep a balance, and uh-huh. it always ends up like something always happens are, that are, are like is this. Is this a reality of the fashion world that people on the outside just don't know that there are a great many designers who are who who, who also do styling and like this is this I is a pretty normal know. thing or is this sort of your I actually know now that I'm thinking about it I know a few I actually kind of know a few designers that do the same thing okay um, or dabble at least so. I guess it's not that uncommon because I could think of a few people, yeah. even a lot from Project Runway. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, that do both. It's an interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting problem to to be in because I don't think the outside world thinks those yeah. two things ever come well, together. Well, there's there are slow periods for both. Yeah. And that's a way to Keep deal it, with it. Yeah. Yeah. To deal yeah. with the seasonality of it. Absolutely. Okay. So you so you, so let's talk about the designing thing because you build up a team. Like, how many employees do you end up? Well, having? no, the most I ever had was like three. That's still yeah, and they all report to you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you have three three employees. Yeah. Does, I mean, it it was does always that, does that changing. Mean you have a design house. I have. I've always had a studio. 
Yeah. So except, like, so like, except now. Now I don't. Now anymore. you don't. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I'm working. Well, I've converted my, I mean, I've converted my house. I didn't want to say working from home because I've taken it over. Um, yeah, for the first time in 10 years or something. Yeah. So you operated a, des- a design house. Yes. Yeah, I guess I did. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you all the credit. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because okay. I won't. And, <laughs> good good Midwestern girl. I'm like, and, and and who are you who are you who are you selling your line to? And, and and what shows are you doing? Like what what is what does this even look like? So I kind of got into a groove of I mean it's Project Runway fans, honestly. Yeah. Um, or it's Maroon Five fans. Okay. Or it's like my followers are either know me from Project Runway, know me as my brother's little sister, uh-huh. honestly. Okay. Or know me as Twenty One Pilots um, stylist. Okay. They have an incredible fan base. Okay. I feel like those are like my the, the, the three buckets of the yeah. Amanda that's Valentine who follows me. Got yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. Got yeah. it. Okay. Um. So I just started doing. I mean, what's cool when it when I was just off the shows, and I still get a little bit of it, is you know you can do these appearances and you can do these speaking engagements and. And I got on this circuit of um, kind of regional fashion shows where, you know, they'd have a project runway designer come do a show. And it it was great. It, it kept me accountable for making collections every season. Yep. Um, which is making collections is kind of pointless and expensive and dumb. But for most it, small it, it designers. It's like the thing to do. Yeah, but like why? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but, it, but at least yeah, if why? I was doing these shows, like I had a reason to do it and... Um, and now it's cool. I, on my website, I have like every season I look back and I'm like, damn, that is so much work. A body of and work. Like, yeah. yeah. It's I cool. Love it. yeah, it's that, super cool it, though. It is super cool. Yeah. And I haven't, I took some time off, but I actually just had a phone call today. Like I'm going to go out to San Francisco and do a show with a bunch of other project runway designers and, See, that's amazing. and it, which is just fun. Cause it's an excuse for a bunch of us to like get, get together, together and yeah. just like get drunk and like share war stories, uh-huh. which is cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it'll be fun. How have you balanced work life and even more than personal life, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yourself? Yeah. Um, I never have. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So, but I, uh, but it's kind of happening this year. Good. I think this year I'm figuring it out. Good. Yeah. I, um. You're still super young. I mean, you've got a. Young. You've got a lot of time. Maybe we should, don't say super young. Maybe we just. You're you're pretty young. (laughs) You're fairly young. Fairly. Um, (laughs) no, I think, I think I finally, um, just kind of shut down. My health suffered. I, I lost a marriage, I think in part. Because of that, it's it, you know? it's all connected. Yeah, there's it really no way is. To, there's no way to put it in a box yeah. and say it didn't play a factor, right? No, I mean, I absolutely did. Yeah, so it was like health and relationships. Everything kind of was just melting, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's been nice to. I've just taken the pressure off myself. Great. And like, I'm not trying to prove anything anymore. Amazing. And now I'm like, what do I? but what do I want to do? Yeah. Like, what do I want to do with my life? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm right in the middle of that. So good. Yeah. They're not trying to prove anything. Yeah. I'm, it is the best. It feels feeling great. <laughs> in the world. I think it comes with age. 
a little bit? <clears throat> so I, I think I think it's a combination of age and looking up and realizing you could have never told me at this age I would have done these yeah. these things, right? And so and so just just kind of realizing, dude, you've already done it. Like like you've already done it. There's I know there's that's nothing... hard for me to do. It just feels so like that's a hard it's it just feels so full of myself. So the, I so the only way I can think of it and be comfortable yeah. and is what would 14-year-old Amanda think about it? I love that. That's the only way I can be like, "Oh yeah, she'd be stoked." That's the only way I can think about it without feeling like a like a egomaniac, S- you know? Same same. Yeah. Same same. Yeah, it's that's, the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah, same same. Yeah, like, I mean, um that's that's really the what I'm saying is is as a kid if you would have told me I would have done any one yeah. of the things I've done right. in the last 15 years, that dude would have been so stoked right. and so proud. Yeah. And it's like, what is wrong with you? Like, like what are you reaching for? Like, you, like, I just get just... to go do a fashion show with my friends. <laughs> like, you asshole, that's amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. So, I'll remember that. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 what are, what are you thinking about these days? What's uh? Um, I'm thinking about my dogs. <laughs> I'm thinking about fixing up a hundred year old house, um, and I'm thinking about the next collection, which don't laugh. Why is gonna be? You just told me. Well, it's. I think it's gonna be bridal. Okay. Which Why? Is, uh, well, at first I thought it was funny to do a bridal collection after you get divorced. And I, and that was me being just like, yeah, punk rock. like, (laughs) And now I'm like, wait a minute. Now it's kind of, and I've sat on it for a while and I was like, yeah, I think I want to do that. I think I want to do it. Now it's taken a different spin where I'm like, you know what? But like, what about second marriages? And like, what about women that first of all, didn't feel comfortable in a wedding dress in the first place? Cause it's not them. But like, I, and I'm talking about myself. That's yeah, what I'm talking that, about. yeah. I'm talking about myself, who never wanted to be a princess, never thought about my wedding, never, you know. But like, for me to get married again, it's like it, there's even more of like this awkwardness on it for me. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, what do what do these women get? And there's a lot of me. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of women like me out there. So I'm like, well, what do we want to wear? So that's what I'm thinking about. And it that's it's coming from a cool place that's now. That's coming from a great place. It was place. coming from a real like punk rock like isn't this funny? Like <laughs> And now it's coming from a real place of like no but seriously like what would I wear if I got married? You know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm I thinking about. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's I'm going to give it a whirl. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. I'll keep an eye out for it. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I'll send you a free sample. <laughs> That'd be great. You don't want me to be Send you a dress. You don't, you don't want me to model with that. <laughs> I might. I don't think I have the right shape for it. <laughs> um, so, so what do you think you now have such clarity on that at the beginning of this journey? And let's let's just talk about like when you first moved to Nashville. Yeah, know, yeah. What was the what is the thing now that you're super clear on that back then? you just were completely oblivious to and it might just be an age thing right but like yeah, yeah. What, what have what have you really picked up i think and i i, I credit the show with teaching me this because i i was forced to learn it but <clears throat> i think as artists like 
are just as makers of anything. Not just as anyone who creates anything. Yep. Words like anything. Well, yes. Um I just think you really have to respect the fact that you're I I'm going to stop and start sentences That's a thousand okay. times. It's totally I'm a cool. Gemini. This is how we talk. <laughs> so I think for a long time, I just thought like, what, like, what do I have to offer this like girl from Nebraska who had like this kind of upbringing? Like, I think I always felt a kind of like, I'm not a tortured artist. I'm not a, you know what I mean? Like, yes. like, what do I really have? Yes. What experience? What like turmoil? What do what I really have? Me? Yeah. What qualifies me to say shit about anything? Right. Um, but like, it's just my brain is different than everyone else's brain. Yeah. Like, the the way that I digested, like, growing up and watching my mom quilt and then watching my dad bring home weavings from Guatemala, like, guess what? You can see that in my work. Yes. Like, and, and, like, I don't know. Nobody else had my combination of experiences. Yes. And it's not the best or, you know, it's not... It's just my experience. It's yours. And it's just my responsibility to to translate that. That's all I can do is translate the weird tapestry that happened in my brain. That's it. I love it. That's all you've got to do. I love it. Yeah. I want to, I want to ask a part B to that question Mm -hmm. based on your, your answer. Talk to me about, you know, you, you talked about looking at your website and seeing all these, um, all these collections, just sort of like looking up and just being like, holy shit. Like (laughs) that's a lot of work. Right. Talk, talk to me about, because that feeling doesn't go away. You know, what what you just said about the, oh, the, yeah. the qualifying thing. Like, you have to tell yourself that. It's not like you tell yourself that once and then you're good. Oh. Like, you have to keep telling yourself you're, you, you know. And, and, and so the the volume of work that you've that you've put out into the world. Yeah. And it's only just a fraction of what you're going, you know, when it's yeah, all yeah, said yeah. and done. Like, just, <laughs> like, what what have you learned from that? From, you know, what did you learn the first time you looked back at that website and you were like, oh my gosh, look at all this work? That just, I don't think it, I don't think it sinks in as deeply because I know there's so much more and that it will only get better. And I, I've, I've resigned myself to the fact that I will never be satisfied. Mm. I will never think that I've done it. But I use that anxiety. <laughs> I really do. I use that anxiety to keep going. And so I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like I accept that part of like the tortured artist spirit. Yeah. Like I, that will never be enough. Yeah. And that's fine. Cause that's, that just, it's fire. It's fine. Well, that, that helps me. It's fine. That's just how it is. Yeah. That's always how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And I'll just use it. Use the darkness in, me, in my soul. <laughs> I didn't think I had anxiety, and I and I've come to accept that I do. Oh yeah. Like in the last in the last like thing. thirty days. Gotta have your. I recommend transcendental meditation. I do. I meditate every day. Yeah. 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 You're good. You're yeah. Good. I, I mean, that's. I, I think that's what helped me to understand. Yeah, it's, that it's the only that's, thing. That's what helped me to understand that I had. I, I had anxiety. Yeah. I didn't know I had it. Yeah. Until I started meditating, yeah. and then I was like. Oh, that's what that feeling is. Yeah. Before I because then when it goes away and you're like, oh, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) What is this wonderful place? Oh, (laughs) that's why I like to get so fucked up. Got it. We all medicate. Yeah. 
Yeah. We just, the older we get, the more we're like, what healthy things can I medicate yeah. with? <laughs> right. How can I make that just fun? Exactly. <laughs> and just medicate with healthy things. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Amanda. <laughs> on that note. On that note. <laughs> Let's uh, go get a drink. <laughs> Hold on, I'm just right here. Um, is, 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 there, is there anything that, that, uh, that you, you wish we would have covered that we didn't? No, just more about you. That We, I, <sighs> we can do that at coffee. Okay. And these Ooh, people, they're, they're so tired of hearing about me. I'll just come back and interview you. Okay, we can do that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Does. We can make it happen. Okay. That'd great. be cool. Great. We'll do that. Okay. Awesome. Well, hey. thank you so much for doing the show. All You're right. the best. Until next time, see you. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Marcus Whitney's Audio Universe.